Welcome to the NBA Unconfused podcast. This is a podcast for a middle-aged dad, that's me, who grew up watching football, baseball, and hockey, asks his teenage son questions about basketball and the NBA. So it's been a pretty exciting week. The NBA is back. Let's talk about some of what people might see most in an NBA game, fouls. Stan, what are the most common fouls that we see in an NBA game? You can kind of divide up the most common fouls into a couple groups. There's technical fouls, which are a little less common, but still still happen quite a lot in, in games. There's flagrant fouls that are just a more a more flagrant um, personal foul. And there's personal fouls, the most common. Probably see 20 to 30 of those per game. Personal foul, it can be anything from uh, moving screen to going way too hard on, on the contact. Okay, but let's go into some details. Yeah. So I'm watching a game, first whistle blows. What am I likely to see as a call? Most likely you're going to see somebody. So personal foul, yeah, um, which is usually just, it, it's usually just called a foul. What is mostly, what is most of the time called is a drive, to, it's on a drive to a basket. So if I'm driving and somebody's defending me just a little bit too hard, they'll call it a, a foul. There's still fouls on jump shots, but not a, as many just because of some rules around jump shooting and stuff like that. And also you're not going as hard on contact on a jump shot than you are like when you're running with somebody to the rim. So how in the NBA can someone avoid following someone who's driving to the hoop? Um, there's a lot of rules around it, but the main way that people do it is usually they slow down and they just put their hands up. They don't, they don't try to go down on the ball and they don't jump all the way with, with the person that the, that's going up. And so our listeners should be able to hear right now that Zane raised his arms and planted his feet. I didn't plant my feet because I'm sitting down, but um, they don't know that. That's true. You you just broke the magic. Oh, of okay. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but so that that's, so that's a shooting was, foul. Yes, right? that is a shooting foul. Um, and that will result in, result in two shots, um, two free throws for the fouled player. Always. Not always. If the player makes the shot on the foul, they'll get one extra free throw because obviously they made the shot. They shouldn't get two more free throws because that is to make up for the, the missed shot because of the foul. Right. Um, so so to boil this down, the, the idea is that if, you, if you're shooting and you're fouled, mm -hmm. you get two shots if you don't make it. You get if one you, shot if you make it. Right. What about outside the three-point arc? Oh, well, yes. Outside the three-point arc, you still get one shot if you make it you get three shots if you miss. If you're shooting a three and you get fouled, you're not going to get just two shots because that's not making up for all three points that you lost because of the foul. Yeah, so those are the most common types of fouls. There's also reach-in fouls, which is also kind of like a personal foul, except it doesn't um, result in two shots. A reach-in foul is when you're guarding somebody, usually on the on the perimeter, when they have the ball, when they're not doing anything ooh, with the music. Ooh, let me guess, and um, you reach in. Yes, and you reach in. Usually trying for a steal. There can be other ways that that you may end up fouling them. There can be, and that that just results in the other team throwing the ball. Uh, so just a regular out of bounds play. There's illegal screens, which a screen is where a screen is where a pick is where one of the offensive players stands in in the way of the defensive player, but stands still. If they're moving at the point of contact, that's a illegal screen, and that results in an inbound. For the other team. And then I'm, I'm going to ask a question asked by one of our faithful listeners during a live game. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she wanted to know, why did that kid have to leave the game? 
So the wait, 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 six fouls, six personal fouls, uh, for a player means that they have fouled out. There's no other action. They've just fouled out. It's not really seen as that that bad, um, especially in playoffs games when it gets more intense. It's not that big of a like. It's not like oh he fouled out. He must be he must be a dirty player. But technical fouls are different. Technical fouls come when. There could, there could be technical fouls for a team, like three, defensive three-second violation of results in a technical free throw. For those of you who don't know, a defensive uh, three-second violation is when a player stands in the painted area around the basket for three seconds or more. Um, For the defense, if the defense does it well, not actively guarding another player, that results in the technical free throw. If the offense does it, it's just a turnover. But, I honestly didn't know that one. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard of that. It's it's an NBA rule, that's why. Oh, okay. So back to fouling out and ejections. A player can be ejected for a, a very brutal act during a game. So like if somebody if somebody doesn't usually you're ejected for two technical fouls. So if you have one technical foul and you get another one, you're ejected automatically. But a player can be ejected also for arguing with the ref um profusely, like not just saying a couple words, like actually arguing or fights physical contact that's unnecessary and hurt and can be harmful i believe that two flagrant fouls is also really an immediate ejection if there are flagrant ones a flagrant two foul is an immediate ejection i lost you at flagrant one flagrant two. Oh, okay i'm so, about to commit a flagrant three a technical foul is just like a more minor flagrant flagrant one or two think about it that way a technical foul is more minor. It, it's still not good. It's still ma- more major than a personal foul, but it's more minor than a flagrant. And a technical foul can also be awarded for too many players on the court, excessive timeouts. Like if you don't have any timeouts left, you can call in. That's a technical foul, obviously on the coach. Uh, but it'll still result in a technical free throw and the ball. I forgot to mention that. A technical foul, you the team that has been fouled gets a f- one free throw and possession. Flagrant one fouls. Um, a flagrant one foul is called if a player interferes with his opponent in an unnecessary physical way. This, you know, is is a more major version of a technical foul. So if if an if a player is visibly injured from a foul from another player, that would be called a flagrant one. So that's that's not a it's not up in the stakes from a technical foul, isn't it? From a personal foul? A flagrant, yeah. It's upgraded from a personal foul, but it's it's seen as more major than a technical foul because ah, technical gotcha. fouls are different. Gotcha. And a flagrant two foul is if this keeps happening. So a flagrant two would just be another flagrant foul, and that's worse because you've already done this in this game. That's um, like the red card. Pretty much, yes. There's an interesting part about fouls this year because they've added a new a new foul to the NBA this year called the transition take foul. This is it's very, very interesting because it messes up the momentum on fast break. So a fast break is pretty obviously by the name. When one It's team, not slow? Is that no, what it's not slow. Okay. One team gets possession of the ball at the other end of the court and is quickly approaching their end of the court with minimal defense because the other team is still at, at the side of the court the ball was at. Right. This year... If a player is fouled on a fast break, it will not be a clear path foul, which is just seen as a regular personal foul. It will be it'll be a transition take foul, which will result in one technical free throw in the ball. 
clear path files did not result in that. So, so tell me what a clear path file is. A clear path file is just basically if a player is obviously fouling them just to make sure they don't get the bucket. Got it. Um, and so this year, if you're trying to foul them just so they don't get the bucket. It's, it's, a, it's one technical free throw and the ball. That's not if they're shooting, right? They're just, no. they're just driving. Or, or if it's on the fence. And you hook an arm or something yeah. basically to stop the play. It can be any type of. So thing. instead of them just getting the ball and inbounding it, you, you they get a they get a free, free throw, throw and, and the ball possession. It can be any foul on the transition though. So anything like any type of it's it's been really strict so far. So it can be any type of. It can be any type of unnecessary physical contact on the fast break. Can you talk a little bit about the evolution of fouls in the NBA? Have things changed over time? This is pretty interesting because it's widely accepted. I hope it's all interesting. I yeah, it's it's more interesting than I thought you'd come up with. Um, oh, <laughs> it, it's widely accepted that the '80s and '90s were an era of very hard basketball. That like hard nose, tons and tons of fouls. It's it's not all the way true, but it's widely accepted that way. That that the '80s and '90s were all fouls because of one rule, the hand check rule. Which I mean, there were other rules that were changed also, but that is the one rule that is that is credited with changing basketball from hard to soft. The hand check rule was you could hold your hand on a player to keep guarding them. You had you could have your hand on a player while you were guarding them. That's outlawed now. That you cannot have your hand on a player while guarding them if they have the ball. So you can have your hand on a player while while they don't have a ball, but with the, if they have the oh. ball, you cannot have your hand on them. That really changed. The toughness because that it, it made it a lot harder to guard uh to guard anybody i mean not even just the elite scorers any any players they it made it a lot harder to guard so that's kind of what changed that that was what set into motion the more foul heavy basketball that's played today yeah because i think what a lot of people notice is that it, it just doesn't take much contact on a layup for there to be a foul called um, what's interesting though, if you go back and watch the that obviously the bad boy Pistons were the main culprits of just beating players up until they couldn't do anything anymore. They were the ones that stopped Michael Jordan from winning, I believe, two championships because he they were so they were so tough on him. The interesting thing about that though is that Jordan was still getting easy calls. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't the whole the whole game. It wasn't like oh just. Like the only fouls that are being called are just like the phrase like like Jordan gets knocked to the floor and can't get up for three seconds. That that's not the that's not the only fouls that are being called. There's also crazy fouls like just on regular contested contested shots. Hey, can we talk about the difference between a charging and taking a charge? A charging foul and a blocking foul very very close in identity. A charging foul is when a is when an offensive player runs too hard into a defensive player and knocks him off balance some in some way. You can set up for a charge by doing like by doing the same thing you do for a pick, just standing straight up. If the offensive player runs into you, that's a charge. Now you have to be completely still because if you're not completely still, that's a blocking foul. If you if you run in front of um the offensive player causing them to causing them to change directions. So that's the challenging thing about defending against the Eurostep, mm-hmm. right? Is that you're planting yourself in position in front of a player who's driving. But they can get and if you. they can take extreme steps around you, yeah. you can't shift to the side with them or you're going to get called. For a block foul. Yep. Okay. So 
this is great. I think this is helpful for someone who is seeing a game and is not sure why the whistle is being blown each time. As I mentioned, one of our one of our regular listeners, yeah. uh, she yeah. she often has questions, which is helping come up with our questions for this. Um, I'm also excited. I think in in a future episode we'll talk a little bit about some of the different standard offenses and defenses, what they mean, what it means for positioning on the court. Thanks everyone for listening.